for go-getters and just going to betters. It's the pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. Listen, uh, we know inflation is impacting everything in our lives these days, even having an impact on dating. That's right. Mark Dent, our good friend from The Hustle, has just published an article on the economics of dating during this time of inflation. How is dating being impacted by higher prices? Mark, tell us what you found. Right, yeah, we wanted to find some economic data behind what it's like to date in this moment, because this is a very interesting economic moment. Uh, yeah, most people are still gainfully employed. We have this great employment rate still in the country. But, you know, we, of course, have inflation. We have, like, a lot of just kind of fears that a recession may be coming. And um, so how do all those factors kind of go into the minds of, like you said, people who are mostly in their 20s and 30s, but, you know, some who are older as, as they try and go out, as, as they try yeah. to meet people? Yeah. And, yeah, I, I think that we found overall that these economic concerns, they are influencing how people date. They're influencing the number of dates that people go on and uh, the, the types of dates. The numbers that we got uh, were that 85% of respondents have said that dating has gotten significantly more expensive and around 38% said it has caused them to go on fewer dates. Fewer dates, maybe with the person you're interested in, but probably more so, too, to be more picky. I would imagine you're going to pick and choose your spots now and maybe not go on as many dates with as many people, as many different options as you might have otherwise. Maybe you can uh, get that first date in with a, just a chat over a cup of coffee or something. But specifically, what are people doing in the way of dating? How are things changed specifically? Yeah, well, when you think about some of the more like long-term trends, I I think like the classic dates, maybe for uh, you know for boomers and and maybe even for Gen X, might have been like a dinner and a movie or something like that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or at the very least dinner, right? But uh, that's not the number one option from what what we found. Drinks at a bar. Nearly half of our respondents said that is their go-to first date, and then dinner was the second most at twenty-seven percent. Something active came in third at twenty-one percent. A movie was just 1%, so not, not very many. And I think, though, when I talked to a few people who responded to this uh, survey, you know, just interviewed them to get some more details, and what stood out to me is that I think that, like, inflation, more than, like, discouraging people to go on dates has changed what they will go on. You know, you were saying maybe people would want to just get a cup of coffee before even meeting, you know, before having, like, a hardcore meeting or maybe even meeting on Zoom. You know, some people certainly do that. But yeah, like there was someone who responded who lives in Colorado, which is like, you know, a great outdoor state. Yep, yep. And, um, you know, she wanted to really do the, these fun sort of activity dates, you know, whether it's like maybe going to like a, they have like bars where you can climb and, you know, ping pong and, and sort of fun things like that. But those usually end up costing like twice as much as just grabbing drinks. And so if you're, especially if you're just meeting someone over the apps, it's just not really something that she wanted to risk almost, right? Paying, you know, $100 instead of 50 or, or 40 or 30 to go on this more fun date, even though that more fun date might lead to a deeper connection and, and at the very least would allow you to learn more about that person probably. So these are choices that people are making. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually am intrigued by the discipline that it does force to be more selective, more picky, more methodical about who you choose to go out with and what you choose to do. On the one hand, you argue that these traditional dates, you know, rock climbing and all the rest might be a recipe for getting deeper with one another, maybe leading to something more permanent in the future. On the other hand, that really is more about the activity itself. And 
being forced to really get to know someone maybe in more mundane circumstances might be a bit of a silver lining here. Not that I'm an expert on the subject, but uh, it's interesting to see the impact that these changes will have. Yeah. And, you know, there was another person I talked to who is in a relationship. He and his boyfriend, I think, have had, had been dating for several months, maybe a year, and they're long distance. And, it, it, you know, the higher prices have caused them to take fewer trains to see each other, right? They're, they're not seeing each other quite as much. And, you know, they're, they're both in school, so they have pretty limited incomes. And when they do hang out, they're staying at home and making dinner, right, instead of going out to dinner. Right. So there's just like a lot of sacrifices being made. But I think just some other kind of interesting data we found, just like some really cold, hard economic data is of our 700 or so readers that got back to us, we found that the average date, the cost of it was $68. And uh, that the average cost of dating for a person in our survey uh, for, for a year is 1260 which would you know do the math suggest that people are going on you know 15 or 20 dates per year probably still which I, I don't know I mean there's been some other surveys out there that have kind of showed uh, a little bit of slowing in dating but again like I, I I just think the big takeaway for this was that I think it's just like a changing of people's habits on dates as much as it is like fewer dates sure you know? like like everything else in our lives you know first the pandemic now the economic challenges, changing a lot of things about the way we live and certainly the way we work. But uh, this is just another example of that. I'm curious, were you able to determine any differences in dating patterns of people who were already seriously dating, I guess, already together as a couple versus that kind of one-off exploratory first-time date that may or may not have a future on the back end of it? We didn't have too many specific questions about that, so nothing that I can say, like I could back up with data, but but like I said, anecdotally, from A, the people who I talked to uh, you know, at greater length, and just going through some of the responses from people who were clearly in longer relationships, I, I think that there was just a little bit of a change, again, of probably not having as many like date nights or maybe as expensive of exactly. date nights. Right. But yeah, I, I think that was probably the big difference from them. Another really interesting thing from the survey that kind of stood out to me is, you know, we asked people, you know, whether they were male or female, what they typically did when they went on a date, who paid, right? We just asked, do you typically pay or do you typically not pay or do you typically split? And so what we got was men, 83% saying, yes, they typically pay the full bill. Women, only 5% said they typically pay the full bill. So that would kind of suggest more traditional dating patterns on that. But here's where it gets interesting. 46% of women say they typically split the bill, whereas only 16% of men say they typically split the bill. So there's something going on there, right? You know, is it the men who may be not wanting to admit they split as often as they do? I'm, I'm not sure. But that was kind of a really uh, big difference in response there that really stood out and I thought was interesting. Interesting, yes, indeed. And you conclude that article in The Hustle by saying that really dating seems to be mostly price inelastic is kind of a conclusion you drew, right? Yeah, I, I think so. At the end of the day, we still found that the majority of respondents are still going on roughly the same number of dates as they had pre-inflation. Now, that said, I, it's still it, it's 63% who said you know that they're still doing that. So, I mean, there's still a pretty large chunk of people who have gone on fewer dates. So while I believe dating is price inelastic, there are a lot of sort of takeaways here for how dating is still dating, but it's a different type of dating. I yeah. think that's yeah, going yeah. on. All right. Very good. 
Mark Dent, senior writer for The Hustle. Appreciate you so much, as we always do, Mark. Cute article. Love it. It's interesting and enlightening and informative. And again, shows the broad and deep and wide-ranging impact that the current economy conditions have on us all. Appreciate it, Mark. For sure. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Headed to a break. Back with more in a minute here on The Pre-W Smith Show. 